Before this episode of The Columnist, a quick note of thanks to everyone who has listened to this show. I'd love it if you would do a quick favor, rate and review The Columnist wherever you are listening to these episodes. And while I've got you, please share the show with your friends, family, and colleagues. It all helps us to continue to do this show, which we love doing and want to share it with as many people as possible. The Columnist is part of the Bad Producer Podcast Network. You can find all of our shows at badproducerproductions.com. That's enough from me. Now, Justin Smith's The Columnist. I'm Justin Smith, a writer and radio guy from Melbourne, and here's my column from the Herald Sun on March 23. The headline says, Leadership is owning the issues. And this is what I wrote. There's an old story about sculptor Michelangelo. When asked how he achieved a masterpiece like David, he said, It's easy. You just chisel away everything that doesn't look like David. Scott Morrison is using a similar approach to his job, but far from creating a great statue, it's more like a busted garden gnome. The Prime Minister is obsessed with telling us what his job isn't in the hope that we'll discover what his job is. And the examples are frequent. During last summer's bushfires, the Prime Minister went on holiday to Hawaii and after his office disgraced themselves by lying about the trip, he confessed and he said, I don't hold a hose, mate. You know, I don't hold a hose, mate. That was his explanation. And when a cabinet member was accused of rape and there were calls for an independent inquiry, he declared, I'm not the Commissioner of Police. Okay, so the Prime Minister is not a fireman and he's not a cop. Got it. And along with these reverse job descriptions came the diversions. When Brittany Higgins made a rape allegation about a co-worker in Parliament House, the Prime Minister said, These matters, as we know, are not confined to any one side of politics in this building. On Australia Day, with pressure to change the date, the Prime Minister made it about something else. You know, he said, when these 12 ships turned up in Sydney, it wasn't a particularly flash day for the people on those vessels either. It wasn't a particularly flash day for the people on, on, on those vessels either. And then when Margaret Court was about to get our highest honour, he said, I have no official knowledge. Well, I, I can't comment on a, an award that is done through an independent process that hasn't been announced or I have no official knowledge of those things. This is a completely independent separate process. And this week he was asked about the Royal Commission into the hundreds of Defence Force suicides. We won't be opposing it, he said. The Prime Minister listens to his wife, if not the heartbroken families of suicide victims, so perhaps she can explain that not opposing the right thing isn't the same as actually doing the right thing. I'm sick of hearing the Prime Minister say what he can't, won't, shouldn't and didn't do. And I'm weary of his look-over-there approach to leadership. He's often criticised for his marketing background. Well, if he had McDonald's as a client he would likely come up with slogans like quarter pounder, not made from chicken. And if a severed finger was found in a burger, his response would be, well, people at Hungry Jack's have fingers too. These tactics are unhelpful and follow a modern mantra that everyone wants to be in charge, but no one wants to be responsible. The Michelangelo approach might work with marble, but it fails when you're trying to be a leader. And Morrison's current leadership is far from a masterpiece. So that's what I wrote. 
And after the column came out in the Herald Sun, there were new details about Liberal staff members hiring sex workers and masturbating on the desk of a female MP. They were just more revelations of an appalling culture at Parliament House. So then the Prime Minister had a press conference where he tried to tell women of Australia that he finally understood how they were feeling and how he was going to fix it. But he quickly reverted to the diversionary tactics that I wrote about. And while being questioned, he made this allegation to journalist Andrew Clonell from Sky News. If you were the boss boss of a business and there'd been an alleged rape on your watch and this incident we heard about last night on your watch, your job would probably be in a bit of jeopardy, wouldn't it? Doesn't it look like you've lost control of your ministerial staff here? Well, I'll let you editorialise as you like, Andrew. Um, But if anyone in this room wants to offer up the standards in their own workplaces by comparison, I'd invite you to do so. Well, they're better than these, I would suggest. Well, well, let, 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 let me take you up on that. Let me take you up on that. Right now, you'd be aware in your own organisation that there is a person who has had a complaint made against them for harassment of a woman in a women's toilet. And that matter is being pursued by your own HR department. I'm not aware of it. Well, you're not aware of it. So let's not, all of us who sit in glass houses here, start getting into that. It was extraordinary. And worse, it was wrong. It didn't happen. And even if it did, it shows a complete lack of character. The Prime Minister didn't hesitate in exposing a victim of sexual assault to save himself during a press conference. The Prime Minister diverting, giving reverse job descriptions and not acting much like a Prime Minister. I'll keep writing. Let's talk soon. The Columnist by Justin Smith and Bad Producer Productions. Understanding the world we live in by understanding what you're going through. One conversation at a time.